they told me we fucked up on the last doing. podcast because we talked about Bessie for like half an hour and nobody was holding Bessie at the time. Like, what are we doing? Oh, just, just bad showmanship, that's all. I'm still biting bits! Take me while I can bite them all! All right, well, let's start oh, our bestie. podcast with you taking a bite of the... This is batch seven. I thought it was batch eight. Nope, this is seven. Seven was yesterday. Well, maybe no, it's six eight. Was, no, six was yesterday. <laughs> six was yesterday. Yeah. Cookie science. So, I'll start. Yeah. I'll everybody, start. everybody, take a little... Here we go. Sample, little pinch. You already off. had a sample because you had to wipe it off your face before we started. That's true. <laughs> Dude, it's still gooey. Look at that. Can you taste a little bit of coffee? Oh, yeah. I like taste coffee. Coffee for sure. There's a lot of things going on here. Wow. Well. Does this one not have white chocolate chips in it? It does not have white chocolate chips in it. I think it. that's better, honestly. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's really good. It's probably the best iteration of this cookie that you've made. I dropped the white chocolate chips. I didn't like the way they performed in the cookie. I like this because it's the only coffee cookie I've ever had was that one from Suncrust or whatever. And that one didn't have any white. It had chocolate chips in it. And I, I think that, I think it's better without white chocolate chips. Um, I, Can you tell there's dark chocolate chips in there as well as semi-sweet chocolate chips? There's a, there's a whole lot of dark chocolate things going on. Okay. My first things is that it's like coffee and like dark chocolate. It's a heavy chocolate cookie. It's a heavy chocolate cookie. Yeah. And that's really, really good. Which yeah. I, which is what I was headed for. I, the only thing that concerns me is that maybe it's too much coffee for some people. It's not for me, but I, I am if a, you drink I coffee, there's no things. I tasted the coffee right away, and it's this, not. It, it's just the right amount for me, but somebody else might think that. I'm not a coffee lover, so it's a little difficult for me to design right. this cookie, but. I have a. You're not a coffee drinker. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I have in my. When we created this cookie, our goal was to satisfy coffee lovers. Yeah. With some to appeal to coffee lovers to appeal to to them people that like the case of coffee like will like this cookie because it has. But I also think someone like me who doesn't love coffee, this cookie still tastes good to me. Oh, that's that's a huge metric because that's what we are trying to achieve. Is there toffee in there? There is toffee in okay, there. Okay, that's what I'm getting. I don't think I got any in my section, but like I remember before in the previous versions, like it has that little crystallese in it. Like mm-hmm. that's that's toffee. I don't taste toffee in that, but that that's a it's a positive texture. I'm big on texture. Like it gives that, you a that little crispy texture, texture to it yeah. when you're chewing it. A little bit of salt flakes on top give you a little bit of salty sweet. Yeah, because we tried we tried pretzels a little bit. Yep. But yeah, I'd rather have toffee than pretzel. Yep. Oh my god, I just, just took a bite in the middle of that cookie where it was thicker and had chocolate chips. This is how I know it's good because I had to restrain myself from making caveman sounds. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, that's a winner, bro. That that one. Yeah, that cookie. Wow. Well, this was this uh, was this was batch number three that everybody liked the most with some changes. The texture, everybody liked the texture. The texture. texture of batch I dropped the, the white chocolate yeah. chips. I added a little more cocoa, and I added dark chocolate chips as opposed to white chocolate this chips. This tastes almost exactly like, and it's been a long time. It's been like 25 years since I had that coffee cookie from wherever. But when I bite into that, it reminds me of that cookie, and mm-hmm. that was a really good cookie. 
This is it. This is the cookie. I like the salt. The salt, the salt is the clutch. The salt yeah. is a nice little touch, too. Mm-hmm. Because it is a very sweet, uh-huh. chocolatey cookie, and you get a little salt, get a little toffee. I like salt on everything, but yeah, salt on the cookie is fantastic. I felt like it was a pretty solid, That's it. good balance. That's it. That's the home run right there. That's it. So I think this might be our cookie. <clears throat> I'm going to call it the CMT. It's well, the that. coffee mocha toffee. All right. Better I think we do better on the name. Better it's kind of CMT. <laughs> Isn't people CM- might think that's like country music television or something? <laughs> that's what I went. Yeah, it's like Isn't CMT something else. We could do better. We'll work on that part. That's all right. Nobody likes country music. So. <laughs> Laura does. We don't have any fans that like. Nah, country music. nobody. No nobody. She likes that Shelton guy. She probably likes him because he's. She thinks he's handsome. She does think he's handsome, but well, I don't think he's. Then handsome. it doesn't matter what he sings if she thinks he's. I mean, handsome. he's tall. So. If he was ugly, would she like his music? So was Lurch. Facts. Facts. I mean, Tall ain't ain't gonna do it. Tall does a lot, though. What's his name? What's his name? Girls like tall guys. Something Sheldon? What's his name? Blake Shelton. Blake Blake, Shelton, yeah. Couldn't tell you what. If you're tall, like, there's so few other things that matter if you're tall, like for chicks, like tall is it. Not for me. Well. You're not on the market anymore. Short is a downfall, but tall is not necessarily an up. Really? Yeah. That's kind of the same thing, though, you isn't it? This can't be if, shorter than me, and I'm short. Tall. Exactly, that's exactly my point. You're just saying it differently. It doesn't matter for Jessica. She's six foot. Doug's only five nine. There are any. Yeah. Her 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 dating, her finding a, a a dude that's shorter than her. That's like everybody. So she has to settle for that. No, she could have waited for a big old guy. She's really tall, though. She is really tall. Yeah. And just because you're a super tall guy doesn't mean you like tall girls. That's true. I don't like tall girls. I like tall girls. Tall guys might like a short girl. There's not that many of them, though. I want to be able to beat them in a one-on-one game of basketball. Seriously. That's where... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but why Why would you not date a guy that's shorter than you? Is that like a primitive defensive mechanism thing? No, it makes me feel like an Amazon woman. Makes you feel less feminine. Yeah, it's oh. a caveman thing. It's, that's, okay. yeah, it's, it goes it's all, primal. It's very primal. Yeah. Okay. You know, you want to feel like... Well, this is my mindset. Yeah. Obviously, it doesn't affect Jessica. She couldn't care less. Or it does, and she just had to settle because she's too tall for that to... to it, it shrinks her dating pool by like 95%. I don't know. I don't know. I never liked yeah, being tall. Shirt, I never liked it. I never, but the grass is always greener. You know really what? When you're short, you, t- you wish you were tall. When you're tall, you wish you were shorter. I don't really consider you tall. What are you, like 5'10"? I'm 5'9". I don't know. Like when you, when you peruse like the dating whatever, like there's... There's vitriol and hatred for guys that are short. Like, they got no chance. They got I no wouldn't chance. say it's, hatred. It's brutal. It's brutal out there. It is sad for them. It is. And you know what? Even, like, the short girls want the taller guy. Yeah. You know, it's an outrage. There's you're, no love for short you know, dudes. It's terrible. The girl's 5'3", f- and, and a guy is 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, and she's like, oh, that's he's not tall enough. Yeah. Short. yeah. Short dudes can't catch a break. It's terrible. That's true. You that's see that guy who's on, like, the Game of Thrones? They call him, like, the mountain or whatever. Yeah. The mountain, yeah. I feel- Man, his wife is like, but of course he's like, I don't know, six six, like a strong yeah. man. He's a mountain. That's why they call guy. him a mountain. It's like it's like he's somebody, literally a mountain. He's it's gigantic. Like, it's like somebody standing next to Shaq. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Even even Shaq's wife, she's like super short. She yeah. is. She's like a third of his body weight. It's bananas. Yeah. How tall is Shaq? Is he seven foot? Uh, six, I don't ten? think he's seven. I, I would, tell you I would say up. Shaq is like six eight. Six, seven, really six, tall, eight. super tall. Super I know he has to have custom shoes made by Nike because there's no size big Some enough. Some of the tallest him. guys that I saw were baseball players that 
there were some Dodgers that we had come in like at at, at the hair of the dog that we groomed our dogs that were like six five. Oh yeah you're talking like pitchers though yeah i mean but t- t- typically it, baseball players aren't like super tall unless yeah, but like you don't have to be tall randy johnson baseball randy johnson was you know, really tall yeah those types of guys like you have are, to be tall to play basketball because that's kind of what the sport like right needs but like baseball that's not really a thing i know but whenever your dad and i went to spring training at vero beach and you and you kind of walk around with the players they're all really tall. They're but not why though? Guys. Is that just coincidence? I, or? I remember meeting some baseball players when I was like, I don't know, 16, 17. Or like Eric Carroll's. Eric Carroll's Todd, is 6'4. Todd Hall's. Wow. Eric is he Carroll's six, is six, I would six, ne- I would four. never have guessed that. No. I remember standing like across the fence from him. He didn't seem like That's he was. because he's down there. He's probably down yeah, a little six, bit. 6'4. Four. Six, four. That was a chain link fence. That was old school Dodger Stadium. Parking. That's unbelievable. I'm Kevin, not even sure. Kevin that's right. Gross, he was a pitcher and he he, yeah. he was a client of ours. At it's Hero always the, the pitchers that are taller. And I think he was six five, but Probably. it just seems so tall. Well, he's Especially, one of those big lanky pitchers that yep. uses all of his big long arms, swing, big long legs. Does that give you an advantage in pitching if you're yes. taller? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Does it give you an advantage in hitting if you're taller? I don't understand the I sport don't think necessarily. So. So. Because Actually, it, no, because, because you're, you need to shorten your swing. Well, you're, yeah. well, <laughs> it's like, like the shorter your strike zone would be would Exactly, be less. exactly. Yeah. So. And the longer your arms are to bring the bat around. You have to be the faster to bring it. To, if your arms mm-hmm. are long, you've yeah, got to bring your hands through It takes more milliseconds to bring yeah. the bat around, yeah. yeah. Usually pitchers suck whenever they're up at the plate, so... Because they're not, you know, they're not designed for hitting. Well, they don't. They don't train to do that. They train to throw the ball and not hit the ball. We should tell those, tell that to the short guys. That can't get a girl. It's like, hey man, you'd be a good utility yeah, infielder. Be a nice pinch hitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can play it's second like, base. I mean, to play sports. Yeah. yeah, second base. Make contact. Quick swing. So the cookie is a hit. We feel. Just needs a name. I like it. I'm actually like. When it comes to the dough, my only concern is, because the cookie's good, my only concern is, like, production. So if you have to make a bunch of those, feels like it's... What do you mean when you say production? Well, I'm just going to say it's, like, it's a little different than, like, some of the the other cookies that you make, where it's got, like, some crisp on the outside. So I'm sure the texture of the dough is different. I had some of the dough downstairs. It's definitely a different texture. <laughs> of course you did. Well, there was a bowl down there and there was, and a spoon there's in it. There's a like, bowl down a, there and it had a spoon happened. in it, so I scraped it. That's the score. I thought you left it there for me. So I ate it. The texture of the your cookie dog is one of the ears. things that I'm fine-tuning. With bake time? Bake time and we switched the sugar out so that we had more brown sugar than white sugar because it will bring more moisture to the cookie. Mm-hmm. I like a cookie that has a little bit of crispness around the edge and is soft and gooey in the middle. Yeah, but after how many days, though? Exactly. Mm. And that's the thing about a cookie. Because right now, we bake on Mondays, and everything's on the racks until Tuesday morning when we package mm. up and ship. Well, I don't want a cookie to not hold its freshness overnight. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that doesn't the vacuum bag solve that? It does, but if it's already lost its moisture by sitting overnight... Oh. And then we package it up. You're okay. Have to pack it quicker. So that's the thing. But the consistency is different on that cookie. It's very gooey. It is. Don't so you have to wait for them to set for a while before you can package them? Just Otherwise, not they'll... be warm. Okay. But see okay. how this one is still at the point where you break this in the middle and, and the, the chocolate, chocolate goes... melts? Mm-hmm. This yeah. isn't ready for packaging yet. Mm. Well, nothing beats a fresh cookie, man. Of course. Yeah. Of course. But if you live in Maine, it's not going to be as fresh as if you walk downstairs to my mom's house and eat them. Right. That's a fact. Well, nobody's be, getting that warm out of the oven. It's going to be pretty close <laughs> when it's sealed, but yeah. 
you should sell warm out of the oven at a premium. You should make a little make a little lemonade stand up at the front yeah. gate. Yeah. <laughs> put it right on the road. Yeah. And in this weather outside, they'd stay warm oh, for about Oh yeah, that's right. If it's yeah, if it's below 50 degrees, we're not selling any cookies. Just cold. build a shed that has four sides. It'd be all right. That's heated. It's yeah. heated. Keeps the cookies warm. Yeah. You can go sit out there. I'm sure you would like it. I that. would. I went to the grocery store and I almost died. I just <laughs> literally almost died. I literally almost died. I had to push it's my cart. Cold today. I had to push my cart back to the cart retrieval section. I almost said, "No, I'm not doing it." I'm oh, just, you almost did one. I'm going to do a California do and just leave it right here in my spot. They do that in all fifty states, though. It's not like that's not a California thing. <laughs> I can't do the. I just can't. Do I can't do it either. I can't do it. I saw something like that's the metric of what kind of person you are because that's something that you don't have to do, but like you kind of should do. And if you do it, 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 it says something about your personality. I'll tell you this little story. This is like the first couple of weeks when I moved to Texas. Cause you know what? We come from California and you have to say, what does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What does that mean in this context? The pace of life is a little faster in California. <laughs> pace of life. People are a little hurried and a little more rude. So when I came to Texas, I'm a Californian, and <laughs> you're a monster. I got this. Go ahead. I, I went to get some groceries at the store, and in the, Texas. and the card retrieval in Texas, and the card retrieval was way over there. So far, she how, can barely how, even see it. How many parking spaces away was it? Way uh, over there. Seven. Okay. Nine. Way over so it's there. a distance, you know. Okay. And in California, Seven. and in California, <laughs> one of the things that you'll do <laughs> with your with oh, your cart is take it to like where like there's little concrete grass things that are like yeah, just decor, prop, prop the wheels I guess, up on in the it. parking lot, like yeah. landscaping decor. So it doesn't roll away, but so you, you still... just pop a wheelie and put your wheels up into the it's grass. Like the least area. amount of effort you could possibly. So I know that the cart isn't going to hit somebody's car in the wind, but it's still really lazy. You care a little bit, but not enough to put it all. We're gonna have to edit this out because you're just saying you're a monster right now. No, so no, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving it in. I'm leaving it in. People need to know. Haven't even got to the best part because so then I did that. And I turn in away Texas for the first in Texas, one, one of the first times. And I in Texas. get and I turn away to go was get this in Target? my car. Target or a grocery yeah, store? What store was it? I think it matters. was Target. I think yeah. it was a Target. I think it was Target too, because we didn't have a grocery store when we first moved. And a, here. and yeah. a lady drives by me and she looks at me and she goes. <laughs> and I we don't we don't do that. I here. felt like, <laughs> and I have never done it since. Good, good for her. Yeah, Who, good for whoever her. you are out there. Yeah, thanks, Fing, lady. Finger wagging the, uh, <laughs> the golf cart non-returner people. I felt like a piece of shit. Yeah, you got yeah, shamed. That, yeah, mission accomplished on her I part. I got yeah. shamed. And you know what? I, I pulled my bootstraps up, yeah. and I learned from it, and I never did it again. You deserve yeah. that Including shame, today, <laughs> when it's I'm frozen She was out so there. near death. I was near death. <laughs> and the cart retrieval was probably five mm-hmm. cars wow, away. That's and you a, know what? That's Whoa. a trick. I just, yeah. I just bucked Gritted up. Gritted your teeth and... <laughs> just bucked... <laughs> and... Pushed that cart to the stall and wow. shoved it in. And every time I do that in a negative scenario, because it's too cold, because I hate it, because mm-hmm. it's cold, I have the thought of that. Yeah, there she is. Thing, there she that is. lady's waving she's her finger for, at you in her head forever. like, I don't care how forever. cold it is, you best be doing it. <laughs> it's right here. 
That's hilarious. And now you completely turned your life around. I every did. Tuesday, I every did. Tuesday you counsel people who don't put their cards away. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a meeting. There's meetings they have. Yeah. yeah. I have never waved my finger at anybody. <laughs> Maybe you should. <laughs> that lady did it to you, and it affected you in a positive way, like that for your would whole make life. Me judgmental. I've always put my cart back, but also that's why I like going to Brookshire's because you don't have to deal with it. I have to deal with the awkwardness of the guy pushing your cart yeah, out. Because at Brookshire's, they always... That's, that's, that's difficult. But yeah. I've gotten over that. Yeah. But it's nice because I don't have to return the cart. But I went, like, last week, super cold. It's like 7 p.m. or something like that. I don't know if they're short-staffed or if it's just too damn cold. But there's cool. carts, like, everywhere out there. Oh. It was a mess. Well, like, there's floating around because they don't have cart retrievals mm-hmm. out there. Well, you got to say... Yeah, like, yeah, because there's no cart corrals. There I isn't guess? because Brookshire's there because they have that philosophy yeah, where right. they they fought, you're, you're, you check the, out the box boy's gonna that take was your so groceries weird out when you. he moved here that was so weird yeah. they, they follow you out and put it in your car and then take your car yeah. and put it it's, right it's, it's awkward but at least you don't have to deal with the cart thing right. you just gotta do the small talk oh my gosh it's really cold it's really hot I, I always think about those poor box boys and how many times they have to discuss the weather in a day oh man oh. that's why I don't say anything I just leave it to them you could say nothing I'm fine. <laughs> You know what? Sometimes I go to Brookshire's and I'm just not in the mood. I'm not oh. in the mood. I am not in the mood for any kind of chit chat with this person in any way, shape, or form. And I will walk my cart all the way back in the store. Okay. I, think, I think I've only had them. So, well, fe- well, well, if you do that, you have to tell them when the guy's like loading you up, like, I'm a monster. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm in no. <laughs> does that mean you're? Does that mean you're a monster? Because after the first time they did that for me at Brookshire's, like where they, um, every time I go there, I'm like, I got it, bro. Like, it's I guess not I'm that a you're a monster. Now. It's just that I'm not in the mood to to try to minimize awkward silence, small talk with a stranger. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood. Well, I'll walk that cart all the way back to the store exactly. to avoid that. Well, it's it's not like they want to do the small talk either. Exactly. But for them, I'm sure it just gives them a bit of anxiety because it's like, oh, shoot, this type of lady because I've, se- I've seen your type. <laughs> They're just going to leave that cart out in the parking lot. And I'm gonna have no, to go, I would never I'm going to have that. to go get it later. I already did this. Just one time. That's why there's never, so many I would never I leave my of, cart yeah. in the parking lot. <laughs> never. Never. So, yeah, sometimes I just opt. It's not that I'm a monster. It's just I'm not no, in the mood. Well, I'm just monster. not in the mood. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I say to the guy, you know what? I got this. I need the exercise. So, because <laughs> I'm going to walk the cart all the way back. Sometimes you get lucky and you're in the parking lot. And somebody's coming in that needs oh, a cart. Yeah. And I, we swap. There you yeah, go. That, that's yep. what I was trying to do last week because it was super cold. Like I said, they weren't doing carts. I don't know what's going on over there. So yeah. I'm like, man, super cold. Yeah. Windy. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> You gotta walk that car. I'm all looking way around the all the other carts. I thought about it, but I w- I would never. I have never done that. Yeah. Ever in my life have I done that? Yeah. Not even in California. But I definitely thought about it. Yeah. And I'm pushing it back, and I'm like, <laughs> I've done the parking it Anyone on the planter. Anyone want a thing. car? I've done that, but because not parking, not in Texas though. Because parking it on the planter, you're secure that that cart isn't gonna roll and yeah, damage somebody's still, car. You're still too lazy to but actually you're put too it where it lazy. goes. Yeah. 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 Or it's too cold and you're gonna die. I, because sometimes I'm going to die out there. I'm yeah. trying to save my own life. That's true. Yeah. It's really, it's really, you know, self-preservation, it's, shame. Mm. <sighs> it's a fine line sometimes. It really is. Yeah, very yeah. serious things. <laughs> I'm glad you survived, though. I did survive, Bessie. She wants a bite of the cookie. What's up? She's all kinds of bumpies. So I'm gonna talk about Kofax a little bit with what I chatted with Dr. Reno about today, and I. Kind of posted about it a little bit tonight with 
because he just kind of keeps deteriorating. I keep thinking about D Wayne, you know, mm-hmm. that is, it's the same, and he has this basically the same condition, and it's not congestive heart failure. He doesn't have fluid that's building up. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have fluid in his lungs, fluid in his abdomen. He just has a he just has a bad heart that's not working good. He's still all there mentally. Um, he has the drive at times. Other times he knows that there's just no gas in the tank. Yeah. So he just can't do – he just checks himself out, which is exactly what, what Dean Wayne would do. Yeah. You go for walks and stuff like that. He'll get excited for a little bit. He, then he realizes we're all going to go for a walk, and he would just sit on the porch and yeah. just watch him. Yeah. He did that for like three weeks or so before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Koufax sleeps on the couch in my room. And when it's time to get up in the morning, I mean, he used to be a monster. He'd get up before everybody and just he'd go outside and bark, like, because mm-hmm. he wants his damn breakfast. Just plow, plow around so and knocking everyone who's sleeping, trying to wake them all trying up. Trying to wake them all up. up. Yeah. And now he's asleep on that couch, and I get up, and, and everybody, we all go outside and go to the bathroom. He's not even getting off the couch. Yeah. And then if he does get up and, and go to the bathroom outside, then he doesn't, he won't come back in and go all the way to the back porch to get breakfast. He just doesn't come in. But he, we're fixing breakfast. He doesn't. So when he's come on the in. couch in the morning, he's just awake and just looks at everybody yep. and doesn't get up. And yep. So this morning I fed everybody and had his bowl ready. Went back into the bedroom and got him. Tell him to get down off the couch, come into the back porch and eat your food. Put him in there by himself. Shut the door. So just eat at your leisure. Mm-hmm. And I went in there like thirty minutes later, and he ate half of it and is asleep on the floor. Yeah. Mm. So. He's got meds in there, you know, because I just put it in his food. So I need you to eat this. And I just encouraged him a little bit and put it back down again, left him for another 30 minutes. And I came back in and he had eaten it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's not the kind of thing I have time to do each morning if I'm off to work or something. And so it's not anything he's ever done with his food. He never. Food, he's man. a food monster. A food monster. Like Bessie over there. Bessie is a food monster, too. <laughs> I'll steal everyone's food! And she'll take any bites that he doesn't want to have, yeah. no matter how big they are, because she would like to be I'm a little so fat girl. a fat Billy. Oh, Bessie. <laughs> so anyway, he's on all the meds that he could be on, because he is not he is an AFib, and he has... Um, what does that word mean? Cardiomyopathy. Uh, words. AFib is an... He has an irregularity to his heartbeat. Okay. <laughs> And, and that's, so, that's resolved with medications. Yeah, okay. because some because some of the medications, um, I wouldn't say resolved. Work, I'd say like work for the for the electricity of the heart to try to to try to slow it down, speed it up, whatever's going on. But the bottom line is that there just isn't anything else I can do. So, I said, is he just going to die? I mean, is he just going to die? And she said, well, he could. Or he just gets so run down to where I just go, you know what, this, there's just not quality here. He just can't get up anymore because mm-hmm. he just doesn't have the energy for, his, for the heart to get oxygen to his brain and to his body. I mean, he's at the, he, he does things like he comes onto the back porch when he does come in to be fed. He has to get a wrap on because he goes in the garage. Well, he keeps sitting down. And he used to he used to be standing, go, Rah! and he would turn his butt <laughs> to me like, put the wrap on. We're <laughs> yeah, done. Hurry up. And now he sits down, and I have to, like, make him get up. Because he just doesn't have the energy to, like, get up so that we can put the wrap on you. And then when I put him through the door, he's, like, really slow to, like, go through the door. He's just really slow. Just slow. Like, he just doesn't have the energy to do anything. Because he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. He just doesn't. 
It's it's so very similar to to D Wayne. Yeah. The because he was always a, a food hound, just the lack of interest in food, and yeah, it's like man, you got to get these pills in you. So yeah, you just got to change your routines. You can't do pills in the food anymore. Oh, he has so many. Yeah. He has so many pills. <clears throat> He's got to make sure that's administered first because, yeah, sometimes they'll eat some. Sometimes they'll leave some. And you got to go picking through all the food. And it's like, what did he eat? What did he not eat? Or, right. Or, you know, that's. And at least you can just change some things in your routine to where, you know, if he just wants to sleep on the couch while you're fixing breakfast, just go ahead and sleep there. Well, that's what I did. I'm just going to leave know. you there. And then. You can eliminate the whole rap thing because yep. like, he just doesn't have the energy to just go through those motions. Yep. I think eventually okay. it's going to be the same thing where he's just going to pass away in his sleep. Yeah. Which, that's a gift. I'll take that. Yeah. For sure. You know, as opposed to having to make the decision of, mm. yep. you know what, I, I'm deciding what you're, what quality you have anymore, you know. Mm -hmm. Because, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at him today and he's out in the backyard. He's on his back. <laughs> yeah. Doing this because that's what Donkey does. So I'll see little spurts of his joy, mm -hmm. but the rest of the time he's asleep. Yeah. So I'm just going to have to just keep weighing that, you know? Yeah, it's like I, I passed by your yard the other day on the ranger, and, you know, he's always like rah, 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 mm -hmm. you know? And he did that rah, 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 and just did his running gallop. And yep. Yeah, I came by, I think it was last night, <clears throat> to pick up something, and he's out there. Bar, 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 bar. That's yeah. what I mean. You'll see little bits yeah. of, of donkey, mm -hmm. and then other times he's on the couch and he won't get off. Yeah. So... You know, I don't know if the heart has... Also, those times are like, you know, I'm going by on the Ranger, or those are like, you know, he'd probably choose not to, or at least limit himself, but those are reactionary things. Those exactly. Are things he's used to. Little push of adrenaline. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. because that's, he's used to guarding my fence, yeah. you know, that kind he's, of a thing. He's not, not going to guard the fence, right. even though he doesn't feel good. Right. So. So that's what, that's what I'm... But that's, you know, that's, that's, that's all with. you can do. You do you just do everything you can. Yeah. You can't, like, get him a heart transplant or anything no. like that. No. If we could, we would have gotten mm. one from D-Wayne. I thought if I considered that for a long time. Yep. It's like, how can we not do this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> is that not a thing for dogs? I didn't... I mean, I, not at all. I'm, sh I'm sure that they, I'm sure they all, have or? done that like at A&M and some kind of an experimental Yeah, just to, just to try just to, to do try it. it yeah. But it's certainly, uh, I'm sure, certainly it would be cost prohibitive for oh, the course. vast majority. Well, I would have paid ten grand to have D Wayne. So, no, I'm talking like fifty or seventy <clears throat> or a hundred, something like that. They have like a payment plan or like <laughs> easy pay. Yeah, IOUs. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay you in cookies. What's your credit rating? Yeah. Because <clears throat> so, yeah, it's crude, but you think about it, it's like, <clears throat> you know, D Wayne. He's like two or three years old. Yeah, you know, and and handsome and good, gorgeous, so handsome, so, good. so handsome, so good, and so good. Everything else is fine with him. He's just got a bad ticker. Yeah, and it's like, well, you know, a lot of dogs get put to sleep. There's right. a lot. There's a lot of hearts going to waste. I remember thinking about this for a month before I, know I you lost did. him. I know you did. And it was like, it's it's can be kind of crude and terrible, but like, I don't know. I just love that dog, man. I don't think that they. And I could be wrong. I should have to talk to Dr. Reno about that. I'm not sure if they have the ability to put them on a bypass. Because, you know, when they do a heart transplant on a human, 
they hook you all the way up on bypass, so all of your blood is running through a machine mm-hmm. that's that's keeping you alive because your heart isn't beating anymore. Because well, and because the surgery takes how long does it take? Like eight hours, hours. Yeah. hours. <clears throat> so so the bi- no so the bypass is oxygenating your lungs, your you know your body while you don't have a heart while they're doing that transfer. I don't think they have that ability for dogs. How is like not like some super wealthy person tried to do this? I'm sure they have. They might have. This can't be public about it. Exactly. Like, yeah. Because yeah, it's like that's pretty gross. Exactly. I mean, look at the stories that you have in the I mean, news. It's... Do you remember the people that like cloned their dog? Do you oh. remember that story? What was that like? 15 years ago or something? That they paid like I don't know hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I think it was in another country though. I thought it was like it Japan or they, something that well, they, they did that. I think they. Uh, I'm not sure on this, but I think they first cloned a sheep in this country and it didn't turn out so well. So they're like, we can't be doing this for a while until we, but in China, they don't have that. They'll do whatever you want in China. I think you're correct. I I want to say it was China or it was Japan, but it was, it was, it it was one of the two. Dolly the sheep. I remember like they tried to clone Dolly the sheep. And And something went wrong with Dolly the sheep. I think, I think it only lived like six months and then it died from like some kind of weird genetic condition. Science is not there. I want to say it was something with the heart, but yeah, d- yeah, yeah. it did. It did not turn out well. No, yeah. it, it wasn't like a perfect. But clone you know, you learned. They stuff. learned. Oh, from sure. It, you know, yeah. and you, the, so you take that tech to China, where they don't care about that. The, they just do whatever they want. And they there. did and, clone and, this and, person's and, dog. They and, did and, yeah, clone maybe they dog. maybe they got it figured out over there, and they did it. And I don't know, but I, well, in I cloning too, it's like it's not like oh DNA. I put it in a magic bin, and then poof, here comes your you know here comes a. No, it's like you take the DNA and then it's like it's like. I don't I'm, know the I'm, science. I'm, I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure either. it's like. Basically, like implanted into another dog. They have, they, you know, there's puppies there. No, and no, you no. Pick one. No, no. They're talking about absolutely cloning the dog. They would have Just to create. No, you, it still has to be. Right? Off the top of my it head, I think they born. would have to. I think they would have to get a dog, at the cell division level and go into the cell and take that DNA out and put the host DNA in and let it culture and grow. But this is the thing I think about. Is this cloning. an in vitro puppy? I don't, I don't really, I don't, I, I don't think know what I was talking say, about but, would be in vitro, but I mean, that's, that's you, because you're talking about a, not, a mama dog carrying that I don't think baby they, well, as opposed I'm, to yeah, a test tube. It would have I'm, to I'm, at some point, to, right? I mean, well, you, I, you, I, I remember reading about one cloning <laughs> that was like that. And I was like, is that really cloning? That's not, that's I don't think you like, can grow a whole dog fetus like in a tube. I think you just started off in a tube and then you have to implant it into a body, but this is the thing I think I think about cloning a dog like just because it's the same like genes as the dog that you had doesn't mean it's going to be the same dog when it grows up. Well, it's like identical twins. They're not the same. Exactly. Person. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, not the same. It has person. the same DNA as your previous dog. That doesn't mean it's going to be the same dog. I mean, they look the same. They have some. I'm sure they have similar things. Yeah, but, but if they your dog was like a rescue, like it people. had all these formative things mm. happen in its life that affected its personality, that's not going to be the same if a dog came out of a tube. So yeah, it's not like its consciousness is going to transfer. Or anything, exactly. You know, like exactly. Your dog isn't going to be like. Oh, we cloned the dog, and it runs out of the lab like, oh, my God. Oh, I'm so glad to see you. I was dead. It doesn't work that way. It can be close, though. You know, there are, like, some – there are some selling points to that where it's, like, you know, you're physically close. You're – Personality-wise, you're pretty much the same, but it's not going to be like the same dog. I think at least it would look the same, but as far as personality, I think that's all just the cards. Like, I don't don't think they can guarantee it's going to behave the same way as your dog. 
I don't think or so. Or even either. like you. I don't, I don't know. I think yeah, people I just know. have money to burn and they just. Well, I know. mean, there's that. Yeah. And spend a lot of money for hope and yeah. get some disappointment. Cause. But at the same time, like, it's like what we do with rescue dogs sometimes where we're able financially to allow the surgeons to do things they wouldn't be able to do normally. And so it's, it's, it's it, part of it's like on the bleeding edge of science, like, well, they got money and they want to pay. Like, let's try it. I agree. So. I agree because you know what? They've got money to burn and they, what, what can these guys learn? What can these exactly. doctors learn, you know, with doing stuff like that? As long as they're not going to come back and sue you. If you know, Max doesn't come out like Max. Well, I'm sure there's waivers and <laughs> stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. If your dog goes berserk and yeah. pop, pop, Look at how wet your dog's ears is. It's how's just out of control. How's your ears get so wet? <laughs> what happened? Every day. I put like a helmet wrap on I think on I'm going to put some bitter apple on her ears yeah. and see, yeah, if I, yeah, man. see if I can't. Something really see nasty. I, something, see if I can't. Just put some bitter that. apple on there or something. The problem is, is that Bubs finds comfort in it and Jolene likes it. Yeah. That's because the same Bubs thing. is loving her. That's the same thing with Honey Boo Boo and Newt. Like they both enjoy that process, but Newt's ears never get like that. Yeah. I don't know why Bubs does it. It's not like she's nervous or anything. It's really kind of a weird thing. Not smart. Oh, Bubs. Bubs. Nobody said you were smart, Bubs. Maybe it's uh, for Boo Boo. I think it's it's, it's self soothing for her because yeah. it's just incessant behavior. There's not a lot of thought, thought process to it. going There's on nothing, here. Yeah, it's just it's just let's <clears> do that. <throat> yeah, I'm gonna have to try the bitter apple. See if I can't curtail that and put it. that out of her mind because before it just gets locked in for the rest of Jolene's life. You're already late, so get to work on yeah. that. Yeah, I know. I weighed everybody today, so Bubs is up to 115. And what does Jolene weigh? Jolene weighs 90. Yeah, she's wow. Her and Nana's are almost as big as Bubs. I mean, like tall. They're almost as tall as Bubs. Bubs is taller than Daryl. Yes, she is. She's tall. If she hulks out, she'll be a giant. If oh, she ever grows, she ever gets a head that's oh, nah. normal size. Are you going to get a head? But <laughs> she's going to keep a little. She ain't head. getting that head. How old is Bubs now? Well, she was two in July. She's already two. Yeah, she should have a head by now. She's over two. <laughs> no. She's gonna have a peanut head forever. It's like two or three. Bubs. Oh, no, you're very silly, Bubs. So I want to talk about these owner surrenders that we had. Because I I talked about it a little bit on the page, but I'm just not gonna go into the details of all of it because people want to lash and they want to you know about. Oh, you mean the internet? <laughs> people do that on the internet. That's what <laughs> it's the internet. <laughs> But it's, uh, you know, I just feel sorry for Laura because she always feels like she failed at her task. I mean, what's her, what's her track record? Like 0.1% of... Oh, uh, it's probably like, it's probably like 98.8%, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty success. good compared to... Yeah. I don't know what other stats are. But, but. you know what? Sometimes it's just people's expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, it's their expectations and it's their lack of... It's their lack of insight as to what the negative that took place as soon as the puppy arrived and reach out for help. Just reach out for help. Or, or, or because understanding what it means and that it is resolvable if you just reach out. And instead, and instead a lot of people's minds are they just hope it's just going to get better. Yeah. And that's that's just not going to happen. So you know, when you have a little dog like Hoop, who was adopted when he was probably four months old, five months old, little wiener pup, went into his home, and he's afraid of the man. Mm -hmm. Clearly, he's afraid of him. 
um, and is going to kind of bite at him and did bite him. Well, we don't know like the extent of what that was. I mean, I met that dog for 10 minutes and I think I could basically surmise the whole situation, you know, but Well, all we have is her words that she sends to us. Yeah. And the and the key the Which key basically word the keyword was from day 1. Yeah. How about you reach out on day 2? That's what and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Instead of instead of like hoping that goes away, mm-hmm. Raise your hand and go, hey, we got a little problem right here, mm-hmm. and let's see if we can't nip that in the bud because he's a puppy. Yeah. He's a puppy. and yeah, It's not like he's a five-year-old rescue that's been traumatized. Like, no, it's a puppy. Like, you got pretty much a blank slate. Like, you probably do whatever you want if you, as long as And you- the behavior, what people have got to understand is the, the negative behavior is fear. Yes. It's fear. He's not an aggressive little wiener pup. Yeah. It's just fear. And that's one of the hard things, too, is that, like, some people will just, like, take that personally. Yes. They really do. Yeah. Well, that dog doesn't like me. Doesn't like me. Yeah. It's Must like, be me. Dude, it's a dog. Yeah. It just doesn't understand you. It doesn't know you. He's, like, in fear of you. He's in fear of you. So be smarter than the dog. And ask for help. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. They're local. They were local. Yeah. Yeah. But by the time they reach out to us... He's bitten the man three times, mm-hmm. and he's now going to go after the man if he moves in his chair on the couch or yeah. crosses his legs. He's going to do that because... Because nothing's been addressed with the duck. So, his, so his initial fear, that world is getting bigger. Yeah. This man is moving now. Yeah. He's moving. I keep being afraid of him, and nothing happens to make me yeah. stop being afraid we're of ba- him. What, what we're basically conditioning in that scenario is that mommy's the safe place, and then you have to live with this dangerous this man. This dangerous man. Who just probably just yells because the dog's got a high-pitched bark. Yeah. And never had any kind of proper introduction. One of the important parts, too, is like, and it's obvious, nobody ever really tried here. We just got frustrated on day one, and then we just perpetually lived in that we space. We just accepted this Hoping it would reality. go away. Hoping it would go away, and then never reached out any kind of advice or at all. It's right. Not, it's not mentioned at all, because I, I, to anyone. So, yeah, you just perpetually lived this crappy life and this crappy conditioning for this dog who you're just basically telling this dog, live in this space, you're safe with me, be scared of him. Yeah. Over and over and over again. So yeah, it's like yeah. And now anytime he moves, the dog's gonna alert the person that it's... dangerous man. Yeah, getting they're, up. They're not yeah. addressing it is reinforcing. It's like oh well, I should be scared of this. I'm exactly. Gonna get Until you get to the point where they hate that dog now. Yeah. yeah. And I could totally see someone hating that dog for right. do for doing that. And what people need to understand is when that happens, when we adopt a dog out like that, and that's happening over there that we're not aware of. We've not been asked for help, pointed anything out. And then they contact to us where they're exasperated and they don't want the dog anymore. There's no point in us addressing it anymore. It's too late. I won't. Exactly. No. I'm not doing it. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's too much conditioning time that's happened water, already. Too much water. Too much conditioning time, and you don't even want to do it. Yeah. I'm supposed to convince you to do to do this? Nah, just give me no, the dog. just bring right. me the dog. And that's, so that's what we yeah. say. Just yeah. bring us the dog. Yeah. Training's hard enough, but if someone's not even willing, it's like. I'm not even going to have a conversation. Because uh, fascinatingly enough, a lot of people, a lot of people think I'm going to get this dog and bring it into my house and they just want it to automatically be a good dog. Yeah. I mean, that's so many times 
so many times that's what you're dealing with is yeah. this is a good and dog and this is a bad dog and, and that's, that's and that's that's what she told me when she surrendered it oh i've had adoptions before i never had any problems and you know what i can totally see that it's not like your home's terrible or anything like that yep you just got one with a little quirk and you just didn't want to fix it just all the other dogs you had before i'm sure they're pretty awesome and you just lucked out lots you of know? people get yep. lucky yep. it's it's there's there's like an experience <laughs> thing there's like an experience thing too it's like it's like you ever meet someone it's funny we have clients like this too <clears throat> you always wonder if it's just like the universe or some people are just can just be drawn to certain things i, I think it's a little bit of both but <clears throat> you know clients that always had like a really kind of terrible unruly dog yeah and then that dog lives out its whole life and then passes away and then they get a new one and it's exactly the same yeah you know and it's like <clears throat> or you know some people will do that with certain breeds where it's like breed specific behaviors of like high energy or erratic behaviors and stuff like that and if somebody got that as like their first dog that's what owning a dog is that's to normal them. to them yeah. that's normal to them yeah if you introduce them to like a normal dog they'd probably be like oh that's nice but it's not it's just not what's familiar to you right so I think kind of the opposite happened maybe in this one where it's like the dog wasn't perfect. So, ah, yeah, you know, kind of throw your hands up because some dogs are just really easy. <clears throat> I mean, some yeah. dog, sometimes you adopt a dog and you bring it home and it's just a really and easy dog. And if you get one of those and that's like your first dog, then like it kind of breaks your expectations. Well, I mean, yeah. we have spoils them. We yeah, have, we have clients who come to us and it's like the first dog they had and it's just a gem. Yep. Yeah. And I and we and I've said to them before, do you realize how? Fantastic. And usually they Your don't. Your dog is, and they're, no. They can't. No. How can they know? There's no perspective there. Yeah. None. Not like you. You're just trouble right from day one. <laughs> I heard and honestly, nice man, even though. if you do get a gem, you might have a gem for like a couple of years, but something's going to come up. Your dog's not just perfect forever. You still have to interact yeah. and condition and do things. Yeah. I mean, sure, there are those gems that are like super gems to where it's like, you, I guess you didn't have to do anything. Yeah. And nothing stressful ever happened in your life, I guess, in this time period in which you owned a dog. Yeah. But usually something comes up like. <clears throat> but yeah, I just I just think to my to my friend Nate and his perfect dog that I got him and worked with her. Is that it, his first dog? That's his first dog oh, ever. Yeah. <laughs> Never had a dog growing up. And it's 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 him and Amber and the kids. None of neither of them ever ever had a dog growing up. Oh. So that was a big What's her dog's name? Colette? Colette. Colette. Yeah. <clears throat> so I had to bear. I had to make sure I, uh it took a long time too. I find a perfect dog for you. Here's a perfect dog. And even still they they didn't realize it until like a year or two later where like a buddy comes over and he's got like a 10-week-old husky puppy who's just out of his mind and just spinning all over the place, just going after Colette. Colette doesn't even know what to do with it. And he called me. He was just like, what is this? Dog, What's wrong with this dog? Buddy what asked, is this? Buddy asked me to watch this dog for like a couple hours, man. I just, I just had to lock it outside. I have no idea what it's doing. It's screaming. It's just screaming, barking, going after Colette, chasing the kids around. And he, of course, he's, once again, he's like a first time, he's, he's only had a no dog for like a year. He doesn't have any yet. experience. He had no idea what to do. And I was just like, well, what's going on? He's like, oh, buddy, I just watched it for a couple hours. I go, he's right out those couple hours, That's right. man. That's <laughs> I, I go, appreciate what I you go, got you know what you should say? Thank you. <laughs> There's some perspective for you. Yeah. This is what could have happened yep. to you. 
this could have been forever. You just yeah. grabbed a dog not out a, of the shelter. Not, not like, a couple hours, though, on like, a, on like a weekend night or whatever. No, this could have been every fucking day. <laughs> so, you're welcome. Is that what you say about, like, I haven't watched it because I don't watch dog movies, but the Marley and Me movie, like, that dog is terrible He's in that movie. He's a terrible movie. dog. But people watch that and like, oh, that's what having a dog is just like. So they get a dog well, like that and it's all funny. funny. They're mute. They're, see, but see. Dog movies do that. Turner and Hooch does that, too. Okay, here's the difference. Turner and Hooch, Hooch is a he's you know he's a dog who lives with kind of a homeless man. Is that it? It's like a junkyard, junkyard dock, guy like a dock something? thing. Like, like the, a do- ship? the guy dies. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, so, he gets like robbed and like right or so, murdered. So or Hooch has no skills with yeah. you know people, but Marley, Marley lives with a family. And he's been awful since day one. Ever since yeah. he was a puppy, they Ever got him, and he's it, always been that and way. It, and it's portrayed in the movie as as humorous. Yeah, it's charming yeah. You know, that the that dog does all these He's tearing stuff up and running mm-hmm. off with stuff. And it, uh, I only watched it once. It's just not my cup of tea yeah. because I'm not amused by that. That you know that mm-hmm. kind of. But I can see how the majority of people are. And yeah. I think he dies in the end. I don't know. I said that's why I don't do. watch dog movies because they all do. And then there's a puppy. And my, no, yeah. my Credits. favorite part of Turner and Hooch is that he dies in the end. Sorry if I ruined it. Oh, Jesus. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's been like 30 years. It's keep, there's, but, there's a statute of limitations on yes, spoilers. But the Tom Hanks character is married to a veterinarian. Um, you know, it's like a love interest during the movie where they meet each other. She's like the small town vet They're whatever they, and they end up getting together. But the, the veterinarian has a collie. She has a purebred collie. Oh, this is hilarious. This is hilarious. <laughs> so Hooch dies in the end, gets shot and, and dies. But the, but then, then we go to all the new little Hooch babies because he knocked up the collie. Surprise. He knocked up your collie. Yeah. But they had purebred Bordeaux. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Movie magic. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And you're a vet and you're a vet and you own an adult purebred collie. Who's not, not spayed. spayed. Yeah. And you're and you're not spayed. And you're going to leave him with Hooch. Yeah. <laughs> you, as if you don't know Hooch <laughs> by then. Like, come on. Yeah. Movie magic. It's a movie. It's called suspension of disbelief, folks. Idiot. So whatever. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> so then the other dog that came back is Slushy, which was a kind of a different situation. Um, the lady that adopted Slu- Slushy's a puppy. She's like nine months old. It's like a little Maltese well, or she, poodle. You know what? She's supposed to be a poodle, but I just chatted with Dr. Reno about that. She goes, this dog has got to have Shih Tzu or something in it because it's not face it's got, is a little It's got flatter. a lot of the, the facial hair, yeah. Because I think it's like a... Shipu, is that what the Shipu? Shizuoodle. Let's make up a new word. The lady had had poodles for years, and the last one she had was like a senior. You know, she had her for seventeen years. Had big poodles or little poodles? Little poodles. Okay. And then adopted Slushy, who's nine months old. And you know what? Slushy's a little bit high energy, and she's a little bit neurotic, and she has a little bit of separation anxiety, and she does a little bit of panicking. Just completely foreign to this lady. Just completely foreign. Just does yeah. not have a clue how to manage that. And and what's hard is what humans do in, in this. In, like they just immediately panic. I don't know what to do. What did I get myself into? What am I doing wrong? Oh, like the human mind just like starts spiraling out of control. When yeah. All you need to do is like, hey, you know, redirect your dog. Do something else. No, but instead they go like this and they go, I can't imagine this in my life, so I don't mm-hmm. want it. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. So Slushy, um, apparently there were teenage grandsons. 
Slushy doesn't like teenage boys. She mm-hmm. kind of shows her teeth at them. She's, once again, scary man. Scary mm-hmm. man. Scary no, man. No introductions. No introductions. Unbalanced no proper, energy from teenagers. No proper guidance here. No ask for any guidance. Just, and then Slushy is going to climb out of the fence or climb out of the crate or climb out of the, because she's panicking. She has separation anxiety. So the lady's like, no. I just can't. I can't do that. I can't mm-hmm. deal with that. So bring her back, and we. T- what we do with that is she goes. She went into Liz Ross's house, um, who's a groomer mm-hmm. and knows a ton about dog behavior. Yeah, and she's got her lined right up. She said she does show her teeth at her son a little bit because Liz has a son about that age. She goes, "That's okay. We'll work through that." Yeah. Get it figured out. Her son is going to be very dog savvy, and mm-hmm. let's just sit down and hold Slushy a little bit and just yeah. give her some hugs. You oh, know? this dog's scared of you? Why don't you come sit next to me? Yep. Yeah. I take the dog in your lap. I get up and I calmly Here's walk away. Yep. Now it's just you and Slushy. Now the, now the dog who is scared and showing his teeth just goes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. Gears are turning. Gears are turning. I'm learning. Exactly. What's this person doing? So Liz has her because what she would do is she would in her crate, she'd panic. She'd like she's like a tumbleweed inside mm. of there. She's shitting in there. She's being covered in shit every morning. Good times. So Liz is like, okay, well, we're just gonna dial into this and did you know, crates little short bits at a time. Treat little short bits at a time. And Liz's cockers all crate at nighttime. They all go into their crate. So Slushy was wedged right in there with them. Mm-hmm. This is and they're they're your role models. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's model their behavior. They're sleeping. Yeah. So she's got her in there at nighttime. She said a couple times during the night. She hears a little something in there. She gets up and takes her out in case she has to potty because mm-hmm. we know that she'll shit panic. Don't shit yourself. It's <laughs> <laughs> yourself empty. And it gives us insight of what she's capable of. Yeah. And what kind of home we need to find for her. Yeah. So that's that's just that's just what we do. And same thing with the little with the little hoop. We've learned what has happened, what he's capable of, how he's capable of becoming a stray, mm-hmm. and this is worries about him. This scares him. This, and we try to dial through that. He's at the ranch. He's going to stay with us. Yeah. Because you know we got girls, we got boys, we got lots of people. So he's just going to get used to lots of people touching him, doing whatever we want. Yeah, and get a little insight as to who, what hoop needs. Well, and and it just sucks, you know. We've talked about it before too. Or <clears throat> that little hoop, that wiener dog. You know, I'm 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 being told by this person, even though watch saying it, it's just like, like I don't I don't I'm not even. I mean, I'm listening, but it's like it's just not true. I right. Mean, I just I have too much experience to know that that's it's it. The dog isn't aggressive. No. The dog didn't bite uh, bite a man. And then, you know, she's kind of like, well, maybe, you know, there was a man in his life. And I'm like, nope, that's never true. Uh, you know, it's just there wasn't there just wasn't anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just and I'm not going to go into why she's wrong. It's just, yep, 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 yep. Right. You know, and <clears throat> bring him in. First thing she meets is, you know. A young guy. Hand him off to Wyatt. What is what does he do? Oh, wagging tail, rolls over, pees himself. This is an aggressive dog. Right. This is not an aggressive dog. So I just hate even like and sometimes you have to relay that. You know, I don't think the dog obviously drew any blood or anything like that. I think most likely what that wiener dog was doing was once again, this this man lives in the house, I guess never cared to try or to just 
do some things and it probably turned into like a herding mentality mm-hmm. where that wiener dog is going to just try every and time sh- he moves try and shoo, shoo, shoo that scary man away from yeah. his mama right you know so you know it's not like the guy and would... when he doesn't shoo and he reaches in <clears throat> yeah. or persists yeah. then you know then he's going to so bite many scary things man. you can do wrong but right. man it's just like I, I just had a hard time the whole time because the whole time I'm thinking in my head, it's like, man, I could have went over there for 10 minutes and fixed this whole thing. And that's my point. 10 minutes. That's my point. And they were local. You had w- you have one, we have one small, so easily fixable problem here. Right. 10 and that's, a sh- that's what's a shame. That's what's a yeah. shame about it. You know? But once again, it's like, you know, this has already gone on for so long. I'm sure both these people are stressed to have this dog in the home now. Yeah. You know, you kind of don't really like the dog anymore. Right. So how about we just start over? Yep. And I would never want anyone to just, like, take on, like, a life. I, I really do have a lot of anxiety about this is the thought of, like, somebody dealing with a dog they can't deal with and not reaching out and just, like, living with this burden daily over and over again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to make that or create that for somebody else's life, like, ever. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've had that anxiety before, too. I would just never want that on anybody else. So um, anyway, in, so, in a case like that, the best move is just, like, you know what? Let's do a fresh start. Let's reassess. I'll fi- I'll f- we're going to find the right home for this dog. I'm not right. worried about that. Right. So I would rather do that than try and work with them and then try and work. Cause some people get it right away. Some people, it's just not going to click. Yeah. So I, I would rather just start over. But it's pretty it's crit- best for you. It's best for me. It's best for the dog. Start over. It's pretty critical, though, to to reach out really early on, mm-hmm. you know, not to let this manifest into this. Where you dislike the dog. Yeah, because like I said, the, 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 the dog problems are, man, super easy. Ten yeah. minutes. But the emotional things going on with the human beings, that's that's one of the hardest, most frustrating things to deal with when it comes to, like, training. Because <clears throat> once again, you're not training dogs. You're trying to train this specific individual person and how to train this specific individual dog. Right. Um, and that's... It can be really difficult sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time, I think it's easy, but man, there's always this ones where it's just like, man, come on. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> but. Well, leave some, on. Sometimes they can't be a good man, huh? <laughs> oh, leave on. They need their mama to show them how to be a good man. I think he's getting cuter. He's it's so possible. adorable. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a good boy. <laughs> I mean, he's really come a long way from. You know, I I questioned for a second. You were on the fence. I was questioned. Am I going to be able to keep this dog? Yeah. You know, am I going to be able to keep this dog? Because he, you know, because he had some, he had some switches going off. What in was here. he doing that made you feel that way? I had to identify what caused him to act out aggressively. You know, because he, you know, and mind you, we go back to what the condition that he came to us in. Where he had been in multiple dog fights, his ears were bloodied. His, He'd been attacked by multiple his dogs. Leg, these were all scabs. Yeah, all which there is, was like which, no fur on his leg, which tells you that he's on his back. Yep. and mm-hmm. being bitten. He's so, submitting and he's still being attacked. Right. He wants a cookie right now. He he's not a having a cookie, especially <laughs> a double <laughs> chocolate one. Oh no, leave him. So yeah, bloody ears, bloody undersides of his legs. Been victimized maybe his whole life. Been victimized. But you know, I never want to give. I never want to give that a dog that free slate. <clears throat> exactly. Know? We How can we can hypo- we can hypothesize, but you're still gonna act like a normal, 
functioning dog. Exactly. Here. And I can't I can't look at a dog like that and just go, oh, he was the victim. Yeah. He could have instigated it yeah. and got his ass beat. Yeah. yeah. And you just know? and just because he was a victim and you lash out, you don't get to say, Oh, he was a victim. So he, he no, could have started no, all those fights no, and lost them. You still them all. get corrected just like exactly. anybody else. And that's a mistake that people yeah. make. And that's a mistake that people make yeah. with a dog and assuming their past. Yeah. Just like that person did and, with that wiener and, and a man. Even if you know their past, it's like that's good to know. But you still get your card pulled just like everybody else. Exactly. Because your behavior is unacceptable. But you don't, because yeah. if you coddle that behavior, you reinforce that exactly. behavior. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a human emotion that yep. you're putting on the dog's mind. Yeah. So. You know, I had a lot to, and mind you, I took him home when Snowbid hit. Mm -hmm. So I've got, I've got. I remember this. thinking that was a horrible decision. <laughs> I've got this, and it's, and he's not. You know, he's not housebroken, so he has to wear a wrap all the time. And it's snow outside. You know, I don't live in the snow. I don't live in the snow. You don't like snow? Do I have to explain? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked the cold. So, um, the first time he did it. It was to cute baby because, you know. Did what? Um, jumped her. For no cause? Well, see, but that, that's the problem is the first couple of times I don't see it. I didn't. Mm -hmm. Just all of a sudden, I just got a dog fight at my feet. Because his trigger is like. His trigger is yeah. short. Hair trigger. Really barely, short. Barely a trigger. An eyebrow but raise or a I posture. Can, I, but I can take information from the fact of which dog it is that he's quarreling with. So now, you know, because Olivia is not normal. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's got a, she is nasty. Wound, she is wound tight. Nasty. She's nasty and has a lot of bad thoughts. Yep. Her All name the is time. Cute Baby, right. but she doesn't have cute behavior necessarily. She's very cute, though. <laughs> Can you imagine adopting out Cute Baby? Yeesh. Yeah. She'd come right back. <laughs> well, she was an only dog. She, well, she's one of those dogs. She's nasty where she lives in check. Yes. Yeah. She's been corrected so many times where I see her thinking and moving and watch her go, oh, you know what? No, I've been yes. corrected. That's kind of like Honey Boo Boo in my house now where she, she lives in check. Yes. She, and that's how Olivia has always been yeah. is I am watching you. Yeah. Always. All the time. I'm always, always. As soon as you curl your lip a little bit, like I'm on it. Oh, yeah. 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 Exactly. Irene is the same way. Yes. You know, Irene bounced to like three different homes. Right. You're going to bite the man, man. You're going to bite the mother-in-law. You're going to attack some dog. You know, uh, Nobody's putting her in check. Horrible. Because she's just never in check. She's fantastic at my house. Right. Um, but she constantly corrects herself. Yeah. I still have to correct her every single day before we go outside. Because she wants to just plow through everyone. Just start a fight. And <clears throat> just run out to the fence line. Because she thinks she's going to bark at bunnies or hogs out there. And uh -huh. she wants to be the first one. Ah! smash through push through everyone everyone's all upset and so every time i put my hand on that door i just go you and then she immediately backs up all the way to the kitchen she sits down she waits for everyone to go through that door before she's allowed yep. to go through that yep. door every single day yep <clears throat> it can be hard in the beginning but <clears throat> if you're consistent with it you know that consistency registers and she knows okay avoid conflict yep you know i yep. can just sit back here i still get to go outside yep. still get to bark at stuff to get to do all and my with my thing. dogs, it's usually just this. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, when I, when that finger comes to you yep. and, yeah. uh, and we've got eye contact. The finger of death. Because yeah. it's happened to them you. so many times, they know. They exactly. know what it means. Yeah. So the evolution of Levon from the time he first came with that was I've got a couple scuffles mm -hmm. under me with cute baby. Mm -hmm. So now you dial in, I better get a closer eye on what it is that's happening here. Mm -hmm. Is it her or is it him? Is it her or is it him? Is it both of them who's mm -hmm. starting it? Whatever. It's both. It's both. Yeah. So <clears throat> I could see that because he's new, 
he doesn't belong here in mm-hmm. my pack's mind. Mm-hmm. So Olivia, first well, his, thing, his his pecking order is not established. She's going to correct him. Okay. You get too close into her space, she's going to correct him. He doesn't do that. Yeah. He can't do that. So he's, he says that as a dog fight. Yeah. So he's reacting mm-hmm. to her correction because he he has no social skills to recognize that a dog corrects you, you should just go like this. Yeah. Instead, you fight back. Because well, and, and maybe like every time a dog has done that to him, it turns into a fight. And so he sees a correction. He's like, this is going to be a fight. Be like, a I'm going to bring yeah. it. So we're going to jump in, yeah. jump full in. So I'm thinking, okay, so now I've got a problem between Levon and Cute Baby, and I'm going to have to iron this out. But then a few days later, he's going at it with B. Yeah. And he, and he bit B in the face. But... What I saw is that B had corrected him, mm. which is acceptable. I mean, especially that's how from dogs B. Commu- especially from B. But what was fascinating to watch in the evolution of that, because when that happens, they both get in big trouble. Yeah. Both of you are in big trouble. And he's in really big trouble because I need to grind it into him that this is unacceptable yeah. behavior. He's a very guilty dog. He does yeah. not want that. That helps a lot. He loves his mama, and he does not want to be in trouble. But a lot of mistakes that people make in that kind of a situation is to separate dogs and keep them away from each other. Yeah. So I go after them. You're both in big trouble, and now you stay in the same room together. Mm. Now you guys figure it out. Don't you even look at each Don't other. Don't you? Yep. I'm coming yep. right back. Right. So what, what you get from – what I get from that is my pack learning that they can't do that to him. Yeah. And B figured it out after that first time. She's smart. Never corrected him again. Yeah. yeah. Olivia figured it out after about four times. What's he doing that they feel like they have to correct him for? Just bouncing around. Just being. Yeah. Yep. Just energy. He's, he's going to see some high energy from them, and that kind of triggers him. Yeah. Because we just we just established a baseline of balance, and he likes that. Yeah. And so he's any threat to that, and this is all very normal dog stuff. This isn't like specific to him. Exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, when he sees any type of threat or change to that, he wants to be sure to be there and be like, "Hey, we're not doing this right, guys." Right. You know. And they come to him and be like, "You know who I am? <laughs> I've been here way longer than me? you. Me? What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> so, is <clears throat> are none of your dogs allowed to correct him for anything? Is that how you resolve here's, this? Here's the fascinating part. The most fascinating part. Him and Pinky have been best friends since he arrived. Which is a weird match. She, Okay. Pinky, to describe Pinky. Hater. <laughs> <laughs> She's like a spoiled child that never grew up. Yeah. Is what is how I is how I define She's her. She's a playful dog, mm-hmm. but she also has two knives in her pockets. Yeah. Okay, so she, she bounces back and forth between those two things. She's, she's very possessive she's of like, her toys. She's like the spoiled kid who always got away with it. Exactly. Even though she never got away with she anything. She doesn't get away with anything. That's, that's just her personality. It is. It is. And, it, and you're not going to change that. No. So you have to learn to dial it in and live mm-hmm. with it. So from day one, she played with Levon. She plays with him, plays with him, plays with him, plays Why'd with him. Why'd she choose him for that? I think it's probably the age. Boy. He's a I mean, handsome, handsome boy. They're about the same yeah. age. So they just hit it off. Sexy. As, Does as she bit. play with other dogs in your pack? Um, she plays with Loretta. Loretta plays with everybody, yeah. and even though she's an old lady. Because Loretta is just, Loretta's just the sweetest dog. Yeah. I mean, that's just all. She's just the yeah. sweetest dog and is good with every dog. 
and is low. And if you want to play, okay, we'll play. If you want to sleep, mm-hmm. okay, we'll sleep. She's just, you know, she's just one of those dogs. So her and him play, 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 play. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait to see what happens when he comes to like near her when she's got her toy. Because she can be a monster. Because there's going to be a correction happening from her there. So whenever, so and it's happened about five thousand times Mm -hmm. that he comes near her when Mm -hmm. she has something, and she and her correction is over the top. Yeah, yeah. You know what he does? Why? Because (laughs) because he because she's his friend. He established early on that they were friends and playmates, and that she's not going to do anything negative. So from her, he doesn't interpret that the same as he does from other dogs. Exactly. That's kind of weird. Exactly. And I can only relay that to the fact that they played together right from the beginning. Everybody else, I mean, B's not going to play with him. No. Cute baby's not going to play with him. They're like, what you doing in my house? Go away, you knucklehead. You know, that kind of a thing. So... I've never had I have never had a dog fight with either any of them since, and the only correctors that I have those are the only three correctors that I have is B, Olivia, and Pinky. So B and Olivia, we worked that out right from the get go. You've taught them not to correct him. Not to correct him, and I don't care. I don't care. See, like Olivia, when we're in the kitchen and we're making cookies. And she she's wound really tight. Yeah. Really tight. She's underneath that <clears throat> table where Jessica's mixing. She kind of wants to own Jessica. Yeah. She kind of wants to own if there anything drops on the floor, Levon will not go near her. Mm. Yeah. Because she's under there throwing her eyes like this. And he's like, girl. Because he knows that she's great, great. Yeah, and yeah. she's going to, yeah. Exactly. But so those are skills that he's had to learn. Sure. You know, that he has to learn to read her. Yeah. And she's learned to read him. And to coexist. These mm-hmm. kinds of things don't happen automatically. Mm-hmm. And in order to, to succeed, you have to be able to interpret what's happening with each of them. And know and who, and know who to, your and dog is. And respond appropriately. You know, know who Olivia is. Know who B is. Know who Pinky <laughs> is. So the good man could stay. Yeah. You know? I mean, I wasn't... It would take a lot for me to give up on a dog. Because I really like you. Oh. So handsome, too. You're a very acute man. <laughs> <laughs> He's sweepy. You're very sweepy? He's sweepy. You a good man? You be a good man? He is a funny dog, though. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's a lot of dog behavior packed in there into a... To a chocolate cookie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good cookie, though. You want to go have some dinner? But yeah, once again, this is all stuff that you're, you're never just like done. Oh, it's like oh, oh my god, know, no. dogs nope. figured it out. There's well, I got them all settled. Even, I figured even it out. If, even if you got a house full of gems, something's still got to come up, and you still have to be the one superseding and and correcting that. I know there's some people that just kind of luck out, and they just you know they just have one of those dogs that just once again it's like a. A super gem. You never had to correct anything or do anything, and that's that's just why it works well, out. Well, and I think a lot of people just works with, out without you. I think mm. a lot of people deal with dogs who have bad behaviors, and and it just doesn't. It's just never addressed, and they just accept it so. For sure, you know, just accept sure. it so. Yeah, those people live and they keep dogs separate in their house. And yeah, that's just how we live because that's the only way they know how to make it not happen. But I've known people like that over the years. 
I remember Judy's, Judy's sister. She had like a Dane and like a, some other kind of a big dog, and she just had gates through her entire house, and they just lived on separate sides of the house for their whole lives. Yeah. Rochelle's sister, Carolyn, she had, she had Great Danes, like six of them. Oh, and like, and like the, and like half of them couldn't be with the other half. And it was just a series of door closures, gates, just, I mean, I just, I, I mean, it's just no life, you know? I don't want to live that way. I've, I've seen some of those cases too. And it's just like, it, even just thinking about it, it gives me so much anxiety. Yeah. And that's what that person lives with every day. Yeah. Even though you normalize it, you kind of normalize the, the craziness of it. But even still, it's just like. I think, I think from their standpoint, they're doing and they feel responsible to do everything they can for the dog to not lose its home. Yeah. But the way you have to look at that is there's probably a home that's better, mm-hmm. a better fit than your home. And that's hard to accept for a lot of people because Well, they, and it's hard to find. Yeah. How are you going to go about finding that? Like yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not necessarily wrong. And hey, sometimes when people are separating like that, there's a legitimate reason for it and maybe those dogs can't work it out or maybe i could walk in there and we could figure it out or maybe i could walk in there and figure it out and teach you how to figure it out yeah um but sometimes that's a risk you know if we're talking about a big old like two big mastiffs or something like that and they're really going to lock up and go after it yeah it's not worth it dude yeah because about that, that wiener dog that we, ju- that we just mm-hmm. got back like if they were forced to rehome that dog to like another member of the public, like what they explain about that dog's behavior, that's not appealing to anyone. Like if yeah. nobody wants to adopt that dog based well, on what me, this I'll person tells it. them that dog is. So, Oh, I bet you how many times? Oh, <laughs> I wanted to bite my husband too. Like so cute. But you know, what's really interesting about that is I, I flash on the emails that we get over and over again of people who say, I've got this dog and he's bit like my husband and our cousin and he's bit all these different people and we think that you know a, another home would be better for him and they honestly think they honestly think that taking that maybe if we took this dog and placed him in another home that he wouldn't bite people but some dogs just bite people yeah that's yeah. well and also you have to there's <clears throat> there's a lot of specifics here it's like that wiener dog didn't draw any blood on anybody you know it's it's it, I, it's I, a fearful I, puppy. I've, I've, I've worked with the dog. I've worked with it before. I've worked with it after. I know who the dog is. Yeah. I know what he's doing. There are some dogs that are, yeah, they're crazy. And, yeah. they're, and, they're, and they're dangerous. They, and they are going to bite gonna somebody. you. So there's a, lot of, there's a lot of particular details in between each of those cases that tells you that, you know. But, yeah, you know, those like, oh, he bit this person, he bit this person, this person went to the emergency room. You know, he's bit like six people already. Exactly. Draws blood every time. It's like, hey, you know what? Let's not. Yeah. But, but we it's, get it's, emails it's, like that all the yeah. time. But it's not a wiener dog nipping at your heels. Cause, no, you no know. it bit my baby in the face. It's, yeah. Well, sometimes, it, you know, it, it bites multiple people and, and grown people and makes them bleed and get stitches and, you know. And, hey, even like, once again, Irene, you know, if I didn't foster that dog in my house for six months and someone just contacted me cold saying this dog is like bitten multiple people, I yeah. would be like, I don't want that dog. Right. But I, I had worked with her for six months in my house and she never bit anyone. She never did anything. Yeah. I had the girls over. I had friends over. Never did anything. It was only until she lived in that unconditioned environment for so long to where it's like when I got her back, it's like, okay, let's dial everything right mm-hmm. back. And, and take ownership of the house. Because you know her. what she's Take ownership over of. everything in my universe because everything belongs to me. Yeah. Um, 
and you know now she's fine but that that took a little bit yeah. and you know there was some hiccups in, in between that so yeah. it's it's not like easy i'm not like i can fix everything you know you, once again you still have to work at it and you work at it every day and you work at it every day for the life of the dog right so and that's what we do leave on so that you can be a good man Super cute. Look how handsome he is. I think White Boy's cuter, but he's super cute. He's got that pink on his face. He does have well, that he's got pink the haw that shows up all the and time. That's the eyes that kill him. Yeah. yeah. Just, just keep him for that reason alone. His little right. fish eyes. What you looking at, Levo? Which way are you looking? You're looking at your mama? Or you he's looking got at one that goes West? one way and one goes another way. Like. It's hilarious. Dog that makes you laugh every day. You'd be a good cute. man. All right. All right. That's it. Thanks, guys. We're good. Yep. Thanks, guys. Night, everybody.